Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sci-Fi Wise Guys Podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Oh, I should have said Miyamo. Miyamo is... <laughs> Miyamo, Chris. Que paso. <laughs> Hola. Well, the one thing I remember... Well, one of the few things I remember in Spanish class is my teacher drilled into my head that it's just Miyamo and then your name. You don't say Miyamo, Miyamo S because uh, no you're not saying my name is. is... Well, Miyamo is my name is, so you're not oh. saying my name is is... Gotcha. Whatever. So I just remember them yeah. like, and this is probably very juvenile, but I had this issue in Spanish class, right? Because I didn't say my Mayamo Anthony. I had to say my Spanish name. Oh, Antonio. Mayamo Antonio. Mm. But the guy named Antonio didn't have to go by Anthony in English class. <laughs> I think that's a fair criticism. I think that's like, fair. why do I have to have a new name? <laughs> I'm not going to go to another country and say, oh, yeah, my name is Antonio. No, I'm just going to say it's Anthony. If they pronounce it funny, that's fine. Like, well, I get it. Well, with it, well, what they'd probably do is just, they would just call you Antonio. They would they, call that's you fine. Anthony. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I'm not going to introduce myself that way. I feel like that's a yeah. misrepresentation. Yeah. All that's I'm trying to I say am. is, is that <laughs> if I accidentally perpetrate some cultural appropriation, it's only because of my 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth grade Spanish classes beating it into me, okay? Uh, I didn't get one of those because, like... The kids, the kids that also called me Aunt Fernie after oh. Aunt Fernie Hardaway while I played mm. basketball, which, looking back, might be just as bad. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, he was all right. He didn't have a, he didn't have a long career, but... No. Got shot with the NCAA when he was a coach, but it's not important. Did he? I have no idea. No, I didn't get that because... Like, Chris? I guess Christopher doesn't have a Spanish translation. Christopher is Christopher. Yeah. Saint Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. The old bearer of someone's Christ. Some... Well, <laughs> we talked a lot about Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> we we watched our first our first Spanish language or primarily Spanish language thing. In this case it's a short film. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to laugh too much at the name. El Camino. El Camino. Yeah. Which uh you know, I, I first saw this being reviewed by the Science Fiction Remnant podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow, they're branching out. They're doing the Breaking Bad movie. <laughs> Not related to it at all. Um, this is a, a primarily Spanish-speaking uh, short film on Dust, our favorite short film provider. Um, it's actually, I, I actually really like this cover art. Uh, let's get some facts out of the way. Um, over on IMDb and on YouTube, the blurb reads, in order to sustain his family... A troubled pilot accepts one last crooked deal to transport a dangerous cargo inside his spaceship. On IMDb, it has 169 ratings and is sitting at 7.2 out of 10. Uh, on YouTube, if we click on over, uh, I don't know, it's got 20,000 thumbs ups um, yeah. with uh, 943,000 views. We're closing in on a million views. For something that's not in English on a, on a channel that is basically like i would say 99 english is pretty good that is uh that is pretty good uh, it is uh created by directed by uh jaime hasso and fernando campos i'm i assume that's how i'm pronouncing it correctly i, I assume that i am pronouncing it correctly wow i butchered that sentence uh they are primarily visual effects artists could, uh, but they have uh, joined tell. joined teams for a couple of <laughs> a couple of projects um, that they directed, created. And it comes through uh, f- yeah. for the most part in all but one case. 
uh, which we'll get to later. Visual effects are stunning. Uh, space shuttles look great. Really, really enjoy it. I, I want to say this is something I picked, but really I just picked it because Science Fiction Remnant picked it. And I thought, oh, it'll be fun to review something they've reviewed and then see if they, you know, see how it matches up after the fact. So this is really, I guess I guess I did pick it, but that's where it came from. It wasn't even a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, well, truth I'm be told, to ape a little bit of there to the, for the listeners. Uh-huh. El Camino is a movie that we, that I once did consider suggesting for. Oh, really? Short film Sunday, Saturday, whatever, whatever we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Short film insert gimmick that lasted one, you know, try here. But, uh, <laughs> sure. No, they, they were just, it was too long. Oh, when we, were, we were going for like we were the shortest to... ones. And yeah. This one's, 14, 15 minutes. It's 13 minutes on dust, but we all yeah. complain about dust and their credits. Yeah. See, here's the deal. I had an El Camino, ladies and gentlemen. I owned a 1981 oh. Chevrolet El Camino Conquista. It was red. 19 what? 1981. 1981 El Camino. Red. Um, Let's see if we can get a picture of it. And unfortunately, uh, the engine blew up. Ooh. And I've never been able to own another one. That's interesting because I, don't, I feel like the El Caminos are really well known for being reliable vehicles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the reason why the engine blew up. Um, um, you know, let's get that picture in there. Look at that thing. Being a, a hot rodding idiot. Yeah, I had a. It had wow. white like those boat rims. I don't. Oh, I think you know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, yeah, I had one. I've been looking for oh, one like ever this since. This thing right here, maybe. No, no, no. Those are white wall tires. No, like if no, you. No, well, I mean the. No, the rims. Oh, the rims. Sorry. Yeah, like if if you ever see like those like a like a trailer, like yeah. if you look and see those really crappy white rims, those are the kind that were on there. Are the El is the, are the El Caminos the ones that explode, or am I thinking of something else? Oh, uh, you might be thinking of the 1984 Pontiac Fiero. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Which of had uh, the issue was is that the engine was too tall for the bay, so they had to redesign the oil pan, mm. and it would catch fire. That's great. <laughs> I also El owned Fiero a, I also fire. owned a Fiero, but it did not. It was it wasn't an '84, and it did not catch fire. No, so um, yeah, El Camino, fun little short film. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I I guess I, my question is, do you know what Camino? Uh, the path. El Camino means the path or the ground, depending on your dialect in Spanish. Dialect is that the word? Well, like different, like a different region. Mm. Like maybe in Spain, it means one oh, thing. And, sure. In Mexico, it could mean another, Peru, gotcha. wherever. It, this is saying, uh, the, the tr- translation, Google Translator, Bing Translate, it says road. Yeah. But that makes sense. Path, road. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting. Journey. That's a good name for a car with a pretty useless bed in the back. <laughs> no, like, I, what are you putting back there that's not flying out right away? I mean, it's like, it's it's a regular truck bed, like... Is the, it that deep? I've, I've no, been... no. The way that aerodynamics work is that when the wind blows over the cab, it just goes straight back. Good. So I'm glad you could uh, explain that to me. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really business. matter. Like unless unless it's over the top of the cab, it's not going to mm. fly out. I never had anything fly out. So okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, before we get to, you know what? We'll loop back around to this. I'll share this later. Uh, let's talk about it. It's very short. Um, it only has what three actors in it? Maybe, um, maybe four, depending maybe. on the voice acting. Maybe. Um, we've already mentioned this space. Obviously, El Camino is literally the name of this dude's spaceship. He's mm-hmm. the equivalent of a long haul trucker in space. Which, so everything I've just described to you is extremely unoriginal. I'm jumping in with my opinion. It's extremely unoriginal. 
him being addressed in English and immediately just speaking Spanish back because he doesn't like speaking English. All right, fair enough. Okay, guy. All right. Um, him taking one last job before, you know, instead of spending time with his kid back on Earth, uh, his kid Robin, who is with him. Cool, I guess. You know, that's still also pretty typical. Um, I knew right away that I knew right away that she was probably his daughter and at least was very young because of two things, Chris, two tropes. One, she had headphones on mm. and carried him around everywhere. Very Gen Z. Yeah. Two, she didn't listen and do what she was told. Zoomers. Youngin. <laughs> Youngin. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is the far future. So who knows? At least Gen C. Who knows? Um, he goes, he picks, he has a, uh, he goes to pick up the cargo. There's a military like humanoid or bipedal robot that, you know, once again, a uh, man in a suit looks like a robot. That's uh, pretty common, who is coming with the cargo to protect it. He has a gun. He points the gun at the guy uh, during their conversation, which is pretty, like, that to me is like, I'm leaving. Like, that's... Yeah, your, puzzle your discipline, bro. Puzzle discipline on a robot should be pristine. Yeah. You know? Oh, look. The robot went off to look at something and got trapped somewhere else in the ship. The kid goes and opens the cargo they're not supposed to open, gets infected by an alien parasite. Uh, the cargo bay gets separated from the ship after the uh our main character begs the robot not to kill his daughter who's infected uh, the the daughter and the robot and the robot the and the alien eggs all blow up in the cargo hold but of course you know the kid the guy's crying and then of course the eggs get seen falling to the earth because of course they do um and i just spoiled this 13 minute movie spoilers ahead it's pretty it's well acted it's the most unoriginal plot like it was like, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen. Oh, hey, let's uh, let's wait and see the debris. I bet you those eggs are still in there. Yes, they are. There they are. Mm. It, like, I think the most interesting thing was that the eggs, I don't even know. I'm calling them eggs. They might not have been eggs. They could have been some other form of like stasis or cage that just looked like, because they were square. They were cubes, Yeah. Uh, which I found pretty interesting. But my, yeah, like, I guess my uh, my initial thoughts and opinions, meh, meh. For me, this movie is another in a long line of um, jobs you do, mm. right? In the eighties, Die Hard came out, right? And then every and then like it was like, all right, well, he'll, Die Hard was a, a great success. Now we're gonna make Die Hard on a plane. Now we're gonna make Die Hard on a ship. We're gonna on make a Die boat, Hard on, on, on a siege. Yeah. On uh, a, hold on. What was the other one you, you said? Uh, Air Force One. Uh, well, was a, executive decision. Executive die hard, de- die hard on a plane. Um, executive decision. Yeah, Which it's got Kurt that? Russell, Steven Seagal, uh, Brandon Wang. It's very okay. good. F one one seventeen Nighthawk can transport up to ten people. Cool story. <laughs> um, and then fantastic. Yeah, Die Hard on a bus, right? Speed. speed so yep. Speed two. Die Hard on a boat again. So you have these movies that copy, right? And yeah. I think it, in a lot of ways. What's great about the genre of science fiction is we're able to. No, we're not going to do Die Hard in space. I mean, it's been done. Yeah, wasn't that the? Well, he goes to a prison in space and gets oh, the lockdown. president's daughter or something. Lockdown, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Lockout, lockdown, lockout, lockout, lockdown. It was a whatever. great. I, I love that movie. I watched it twice, like oh, in yeah. three days. It was great. I think, I think we watched it together. It was great. Maybe, um, yeah. But what sci-fi allows us to do is take what should be a, a ubiquitous everyday occurrence. And turn it into a fantastic adventure. In 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 theory, quotes, right? Sure. Fantastic adventure. And so we watched another movie 
I don't know if you remember it, Beyond White Space. You remember that movie? Where yeah, I love that the, movie. The whale hunters. Yeah, it was like in a space. It was like a take on Moby Dick. Yeah, pretty in much space yeah. with space dragons. Yeah, it was Moby yeah. Dick. Yeah, that's all it was. It was cool. Um, but they were whale hunters or dragon hunters, whatever, in space. Sure. Yeah. And there was that movie that came out a couple of years ago that we thought about watching that we didn't watch of uh, Space Sweepers, which was the garbage men that no, collect that one. We well, know sure. we didn't I watch it. I, I believe you. I just don't remember us talking about it. Yeah, it was a we Korean movie. A lot of movies. Well, it was a Korean yeah. movie that came out right after we watched Traveling Earth. Uh Wandering Earth. Well, yeah. So we didn't we did he had done so many foreign language films that we didn't want to do another one. Um, but they just essentially go around Earth collecting the garbage that we're launching into space into orbit. That makes right? sense. So that's what this is. Like you, you could tell this story in an actual semi truck. Yeah, you can tell like the, this. This could be an X Files episode. Yeah, literally the exact same 100%. story. Yeah, um, and they could even speak Spanish, and it would be believable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not the robot. Maybe instead of the robot, you got a like a human guard or something. But oh, it's not important. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the the short film itself, I think it does a really great job telling the story with the visuals. Like. Sure. There isn't that much dialogue. I mean, there's dialogue, but 13-minute movie, it's pretty quick, or it's pretty sparse. Sparse? Sparse? It's interesting that, like, they still speak in Spanish. Like, even the robots speak Spanish, yeah. which isn't that weird I, to me, but the fact that, like, the computer's automated system mm-hmm. speaks English, like, I don't I, know if that's an oversight, like, I, I don't, intentionally. I don't think so. Well, I think that... Because I did think about that, like the 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 robot doesn't speak until spoken to. Yeah, it pauses for a moment. It replies in Spanish because yeah, like if a computer makes sense, a robot or computer or other AI, right? If it's addressed in a language, it's probably just going to reply in that language. Sure. The computer voice was a little confusing. It could be just that the ship doesn't have a Spanish mode, which doesn't make any sense. But also, some of the times it was like they they go through a a Stargate. Yeah. In space for lack of a better word and it talking to them is in english and that makes sense right like modern air traffic control is all in english right even yeah. though the pilots might be speaking something else amongst well, themselves so maybe that that was part of it I, but i'm not sure because it also says like oh a bomb is on board yeah okay that's the ship so i, I don't know well You're right for me th- i questioned it for two different reasons one was it an actual like oversight from the writers Mm. or B, is it left in there as like a quote-unquote Easter egg? Because Homeboy speaks English. Rojo understands and speaks English. He just prefers to speak Spanish, sure. Sure. Like, maybe, it, because you can't, con- you, you cannot convince me that in the future, <laughs> where we have robots, robots that are humanoid enough to where, you know, whatever, um, that can immediately switch their language, that their ship's computer can't also do the same thing. So maybe mm. he just like, it's one of those situations where he, he speaks Spanish between him and Robin, but they both understand and speak English. So he's just not willing to pay for that no. upgrade. Cause you know, it's the future. Yeah. They got a microtransaction you out the wazoo. Yeah. You know, when he buys, El, when he buys the El Camino, when he buys the, the 2065 um, or 2651, Chevrolet El Camino, <laughs> right? And he goes up there and they're like, well, yeah. man, here's the paperwork. You get ready to sign everything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you have a Spanish module? They're like, oh, yeah, that's an extra 40 million credits. And he's like, you know what? I'll Forget about it. We'll I'll do, just, we'll do I'll, I'll, I'll make do, right? So like that was my headcanon. Maybe. And, and then later on, I thought, 
Well, maybe they didn't want the computer to speak Spanish because they already got Spanish subtitle or they already have Spanish to English or English, whatever subtitles. Right. And they can't have the computer in Spanish because then the computer would also have to be subtitled. Yeah, it's definitely real world considerations going, we'll have this in Spanish because the the computer very rarely, if at all, says anything that isn't already happening. Yeah. Right? Like the computer is... it makes sense in universe. It's like giving alarms about things that are happening and, Oh, thanks for coming through the gate. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's a bomb on board. Oh no. But those are all things we can see. So the computer is more or less giving in world exposition. And if you're aiming at a broader audience, English makes sense for the computer. Now I will say that the two guys that we were talking about um, who made this are from Mexico. This was made in Mexico. They have another work of fiction that will, well, I'm going to bring up and maybe put on the list for us to watch that I believe is also all in Spanish. Mm. Um, so them putting the computer's voice in English is very much an artistic choice. Yeah. Uh, definitely to give it a broader audience to put it like it's a short film. I think that, you know, if anything we've said sounds interesting and you're like, maybe I will watch this. Oh, but I don't like reading subtitles. Oh, shut up. It's 12, 13 minutes. Just watch it and read a little bit. It's not a lot. I, uh... I st- I struggle with that argument already because you're already using your eyes to look up look at the screen. You can't well, glance I, down for half a second. Like is like well, so no offense to anybody read. listening. <laughs> no, yeah. aside from those unfortunate souls, if your reading comprehension is so bad that you can't like if someone is like the, if you can't read the dialogue, sure, fast enough. You know, I'm gonna I, I might alienate some listeners here. Maybe you should have paid attention in school. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you should pay attention to that English class I mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah, I think part Antonio. Of it, yeah. Not you. <laughs> I feel like, uh, so part of the reason I don't care for subtitles in general is just like I uh, I don't like splitting my attention between the action on screen and and reading. And I also, it's it's gotten better. But I think when I was a kid, you know, or a young preteen or whatever, and first getting exposed to things with subtitles i could read faster than they were talking and it was this weird thing where i've read the sentence and then i have to hear the sentence and then i get to read the next one and then i get like and these are of course more like closed captionings than than foreign subtitles or whatever sure. so i just don't care for it but whatever it, no one should be so hard and fast to a rule like that like me preferring a dub over a sub doesn't mean i won't watch something that doesn't have a dub sure. you know what i mean like that that's what i'm that's what i'm getting at no for sure Overall, like I'm gonna click on this real quick. Let's see. I'm gonna go to to Dust's YouTube channel here. I'm gonna click on videos. It doesn't tell me how many videos they have. They have to have hundreds of short films on here. Uh, most of them are better than this, in my opinion. I, I don't think you'd be wasting your time by watching this. 912 videos. Does it say it on my screen? Right there. Oh right. shoot, it does. 912 yeah. videos. They have 912 videos. This is one you don't have to watch. It's fine. It's just, it's pretty, I guess. And if you if the, the idea of something that's in Spanish appeals to you, uh, then absolutely check it out. It's not bad. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with it except for the fact that it's just it just kind of exists. And that's, unfortunately, yeah. I really hate doing these reviews where I'm just like, eh, meh. Well, like I'd rather I mean, hate it or love it, you know? To be fair, art is supposed to, it's supposed to... Um, supposed to invoke a response yeah yeah evo- yeah, yeah that's, sorry i couldn't think of the word invoke invoke yeah. invoke an emotional response from you sure. so your response of meh 
Like, it's, I think that's completely valid. Just because you don't love or hate something doesn't mean that your opinion is not right. Oh, it's not that it's not valid. Yeah. It's just that it's boring. And then it's, uh, yeah. it, like, that's the worst response to have about something. Because if you watch something and you hate it, I want to talk to people about how much I hated this thing and how much it sucked, right? If I watch something and love it, I want to talk to people how much I love this and get them to watch it. Like, hey, do you want to watch it with me? I don't want to watch it again. When you watch something like this where it's like, sure, well, okay. I, I, I wonder if it's like my, my, reaction to like cloverfield which is a movie that's great fantastic 90 95 percent in that last five or six minutes i'm just like what is going on on this film how do you how do you end a movie like this yeah (laughs) not the way they did it i'll tell you that um in my in in my opinion but um no i'm not as um ambivalent towards this thing i guess as you are like i found it entertaining enough but like it is very paint by numbers it's very cliche. Like I've, 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 I've seen this story. It probably is an X-Files episode. In <laughs> fact, like it's, it's like the premise of it is the premise to like every aliens movie after the first one. Right. Oh, it's maybe. like, yeah. Like, Hey, we got to go here. Why? Well, it's cause there's this thing we got to go get. Well, what's there? Oh, it's these aliens eggs. Well, they, they kill everyone they come in contact with. What do you want to do with them? Oh, I want to bring them back to earth. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Great idea, Waylon Utani. Awesome. Um, yeah, so oh, I, I, it's the vibe I got while I was watching it. I was like, okay, yeah, this this is just like yeah. a, this is just like alien. I feel like really he he goes, he gets the thing. They introduce the robot. It's obvious that the kid is about to open the box. If they'd done anything but, they could have done something way more abstract and weird and sci-fi. You know what I mean? Uh, they could have done something mundane. It, it could have turned into a, an action flick because the robot kills the kid before they see what's yeah. inside of it. And then it's the robot versus him. Like, I feel like at that point, three quarters of the way through the short, they could have went a million ways and they went yeah. the most boring. Like what if she grabs it uh-huh. and an alien does pop out of it? Sure. But it's not a bad alien. No. It's, like, it's like, like, it's like an endangered species or something. And then it's right. Like, it's like, Oh, okay. that's a got- Star Trek episode, but yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's less boring what we got, which sure. is essentially alien. Some alien. possession and something. I'm not saying it's alien. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it. I will say that the, my only the only piece of bad CGI in it, I, her hair, which is like her hair is hanging down and then there's CGI hair on top of it waving. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. There's wind on the spaceship that her hair is waving in. I don't know. It's floating or something. Whatever. It didn't look great. Um, that, there's an no. atmosphere. Yeah. I guess yeah. she's somewhere. under a vent that's moving just some of her hair wistfully, uh, whatever. Um, I did see, um, so they have a, a, these two, two same guys. They also directed another film. Let me pull it up on the screen here for everybody. Um, including you called as tech, mm. but oh, uh, it's spelled A Z T E C H. That's a fun play. Um, yeah. <laughs> just pretty fun. Uh, fantasy horror sci-fi. Uh, ancient Aztec prophecies are fulfilled after the fall of meteorite fragments and extraterrestrial material that impact the Earth. Bizarre events occur in the different spaces and times of the collision. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, if we click on the, the pictures of this, and we click wow. through here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that prop looks pretty familiar. This uh, robot head looks pretty familiar. I just, I got to point out Okay. that the ship looks pretty familiar. That they homeboy is wearing the spacesuit in mm-hmm. El Camino, yeah, and he takes the helmet off, and you can see the DOT sticker on the back of the helmet. 
Oh, really? Like, yeah. I did not notice that. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. So. I like it. Uh, but if I click over a picture here, that's oh. definitely the same space gate <laughs> from our uh, from our short film. Hmm. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, so it, it looks like maybe, especially with like the spaceship here, it looks like they re they did the short film first. It looks like if I click over to Mr. Campos um, and I go to his directorial, yeah, they they did yeah. the short film first, and they just they did that maybe proof of concept, and then maybe Aztec is a bigger a bigger piece. Maybe it's a prequel. It does talk about meteorites falling to the earth, so maybe that's the the remains of the El Camino, the mm. El Camino. Man, that's the widest thing I've ever said. I guess that is though. That's right, right? Because if it's if it's some if something was named in English, the journey, you would call it the 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 journey is its name, so it would be the the journey, right? Or the I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm just so when grasping. you so did J.R.R. Tolkien write books called The Lord of the Rings? I'm I actually don't know. But is it Lord of the Rings or the Lord of the Rings? I think it's the Lord of the Rings. Right. right? But like, would you say like the the Lord of the Rings, but I would and I think I have actually. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like the Hobbit, right? The yeah. the Hobbit. Hmm. The Hobbit. It's a good question. I don't know. I feel like it. It's more. It's one of those things where it might be more proper to say the El Camino or the the well, it's something. It's, it's its title, right? Because it's its title, but it yeah. feels awkward to say. So I, mean, I think I think both ways. As long as you're, it's one of those things where as long as you understand what I mean. It, it's communication like if, and we're all good, but if Han so if Juan Solo Ooh. Okay. Was, it was meeting Lu, Luca Skywalker uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and and El Mosisley, would he say that I'm El Capitan of the El Camino? Or would he say I'm the captain of El Camino who can do the Kessel running? I don't I, yeah, you're right. I don't know, man. It's a good question. Sure. I don't I'm know. Sure. I'm not smart enough to know that answer. Yeah. Well, ooh, ooh. Um in in Halo two like is halo there two they're they're like the those orbital defense platforms or no not in halo two in mass effect two when he's naming off the names of the ships that got destroyed mm-hmm. in the battle of the citadel he okay. says he just completely just shifting me yeah. into a completely different universe yeah yeah but nobody yeah. but he but he calls several ships the yeah like whatever well it's because like what do you think just to make it simpler maybe you call it the enterprise right, right. it's a the enterprise yeah no but i'm just saying like if in the context of like the language, yeah. Like I, I guess I'm just trying to like figure know. it out. Like I guess I'm just trying to talk it out. It's not important. Which we talked about several conversation, several science fiction franchises that were far more interesting than El Camino. The film. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have one last thing I want to share, uh, not related to El Camino. Oh, sorry. I guess I should ask. Worth the price of subscription? Uh, it's a free YouTube video. I'm, obviously, I'm going to say no. We've pretty much already said no. I mean, uh, I mean, on its merits, I can't say that it's worth the price of subscription. But if you like space, if you like space trucking, yeah, and you're in, and you're interested in foreign language films, why not? Sure, so, sure, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I'll give you that. It's one of those things. Like if I, everything I've said, if that piques your interest, then go watch it. If everything yeah. I said and you agree with me, then don't watch it. No, no big deal. Uh, it's not like you know alien warfare where we're going to argue about it for years. <laughs> it's going to define our relationship until one of us dies. So I, you know, I uh, I use Spotify for my music and most of my podcasting um, when I'm not using good pods. Uh, do you use Spotify? Uh, only when I'm literally forced to do so. Oh, okay. 
Well, they recently added audiobooks to Spotify. And uh, and I knew that and I ignored it. I'm not really, I'm not super interested in, in an audiobook. So my Spotify is basically metal music and Star Trek podcasts. Okay. okay. Uh, and any given day, it's more one than the other. Who knows, right? Sure. Uh, but I, I yesterday, I open up Spotify, and it does its recommendations. Like you can scroll through and see, oh, these are new albums, or hey, here's some playlists you might like, or whatever. And then it was like, hey, here are, here are some uh, audiobooks we recommend for you based on just the algorithm. Uh, and allow me to share this with you, Chris. Like I said, metal music. And Star Trek podcasts, and apparently that equals the Communist, the Communist Mani- Manifesto <laughs> and Capital: A Critical anal- Analysis of Capitalist Production, Volume mm, One, uh, by see. Karl Marx. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, yes, anyways, so, there you go. Join us in the revolution. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, uh, we uh, we're recording this way early. Uh, I'm about to go see Barbie in theater. Uh, after this, which is uh, how early we're we're recording this, uh, kind of getting a little ahead. I guess we would have just had Ninja Turtle Month, so hopefully that was awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, but if you have recommendations for other things we should watch, other foreign language films, short films in general, or other uh, interesting science fiction or science fiction adjacent media that uh, we should uh, check out, uh, either because it's really bad or just really good. Uh, send your suggestions to us, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. You can also DM us or hit us up on all the social medias, uh, pretty much, at sci-fi-wiseguys. Uh, we really appreciate the suggestions. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and always remember, escucha a tu padre. Listen to your dad? Nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. But yeah, like I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, cool. There's my new Star Trek podcast and like audiobooks for you. <laughs> Communism. <laughs> yes. I was like, that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that just reminds me of the, the Deep Space Nine episode where the Ferengi travel back in time to Earth in the 1950s or 60s or whatever. And they're like, they're accusing them of being communists after they get captured. Like, are you a communist? Did you, are you reading Karl Marx and, the, and Nog? Is it replies? Yeah. Uh, no, but I'll look him up. And then, like <laughs> a few episodes later, or somewhere in that same season after that, he's leading a revolution of the workers <laughs> <laughs> at Quarks. And I'm like, okay, very good, Red. very good. I don't remember that episode. Yeah, oh, uh, it's a good app. Good app. <laughs>